0: You're listening to Thanks We Hate It, and I am Hannah Lehman. And I am Mickey Atkins. Thanks for coming, and everybody. And here. And I really hope that nobody can hear the bass drop on my microphone, because my neighbor, you'd think I would be able to hear anybody at the end unit of a townhouse, but I do share, of course, one wall on my studio, and mm. you must be playing it in the other room, like right Rude. there. But, um, so I am very sorry if anybody can hear that, but, uh... Or my dog, as she starts barking right now. Good lord. It's all going, going so well. <laughs> Winnie's really going through it today. Mm-hmm. She's having a hard time. I yeah. promise I will pay attention to you, and I'll give you lots of
1: attention once I'm done. I swear to god. How are you? How are you, you doing? You know, I'm doing okay. Yeah, I mean, it's hot as shit here, so right? um, pray for me. I'm struggling right. with the heat. But generally Do your speaking, cats like it, though? They're indoor no. cats, so they, I don't yeah. know that they really notice. Um, the dogs oh. really like it, which is hilarious because despite my best efforts to like keep them cool and make sure yeah. that they're being safe. Oh, also, oh my God, I meant to say this on the last episode. I'll say it here. This will be two weeks late. But um, thank you so much for all of the advice that people put in the comments (laughs) on the video about Olivia. Um, There was a lot of people who also have border collies. And we have added a bunch of stuff to our Amazon (laughs) card. So I'll I'll report back and let you guys know how it goes. I haven't looked at the comments yet. Someone suggested something called a herding ball. Um, which is basically like a ball, but it's really, really big. Um, and it's kind of like oh. um, meant to be like pushed around with her nose and stuff, I think. Um, but they said it's oh. it's really um, helped with their Border Collie. And then there was something else that like, you know, the cat toys that are like a stick with a string, basically. Uh-huh. It's kind of like that, but for dogs. And there's like a toy at the end of it, like a little ball or something. Um, oh. And so someone suggested that. So Fun. we're going to try that and see if that works uh because if nothing else those are things we can do inside like on uh-huh. the carpet uh which uh-huh. is both safer for her little paws and also not a bajillion degrees so what was the first thing called a herding the ball her- herding ball i mm-hmm. wonder if winnie would like that too i don't know does it's it have big does it have treats in it do you put treats in it and they roll it around i'm sure there probably are versions of that here let me look uh uh-huh. on. hence Herding ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this one, <laughs> there's a six inch one and a, a 10 inch one, but it literally that is, is just, it's literally just a blue ball.
0: Do they just kick it around? Like.
1: Yeah. So the thing is that they can't put their mouth on it. Oh. <gasps> Oh, so it's like it's
0: like herding an animal,
1: yeah. So I think because they they can't like carry it around like she can with her regular ball, and so anytime she tries to bite on it and stuff, it'll like slip out of her hand and run away from her. And so the the thing is like meant to be sort of um, so that oh
0: yeah yeah, simulating
1: what it's like to herd an animal. I guess yeah
0: feels like she's moving.
1: Mm -hmm. That's so clever. Yeah. Did you look into bully sticks at all? Um, I did. The problem that I have with the bully sticks is that I think Savannah will be done with hers in like two seconds. That's fair. Um, And then Livy just like doesn't care about food. So I don't even know, even if she did enjoy it, I'd have to separate them and then wait like an hour and a half for olivia to finish hers so That's we're true. gonna we're gonna try the hurting stuff and see how that yeah. goes because i'm hopeful that that will give her it will like scratch the same itch you know because like right. vanny is a chewer vanny loves maybe to chew she'll things. get
0: hyper focused on it yeah yes
1: but like in a healthy way you know yeah i feel like her hyper fixation uh, right now is not healthy so that is fair
0: my parents get because um the golden retriever My parent's dog Mm -hmm. does love bully sticks and they give them to it, but they have to go to special stores and get like the $20 ones Mm -hmm. that are like a foot long and incredibly thick. And Um, um, don't leave. No, stay here and cuddle with me. (laughs) And when he jumped up here and I felt honored and they're like literally 20 bucks a piece Mm -hmm. to get. Those. When he can have yeah. the little ones, but when he gets bored of them really quick too. Yeah. So that's the other thing like that's th-
1: hard about having two dogs is that anything yeah. that you buy, you have to multiply by two. And so, like, right. sure, I don't give a shit about spending 20, 40 bucks on a bully stick, right? right? But then, like, times two, I'm like, yeah. that's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So
0: totally fair. Well, so, that's yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you got a couple suggestions. Me
1: too. I hope that we'll see how that goes. comes out of it. Yeah. Yes. How are you besides your neighbor blaring music? Um,
0: look at Winnie closing her eyes because I'm scratching the back of her neck all good. Oh. She's like, Oh. She said I love that. <laughs> I'm doing really good. I'm just loving my new townhouse mm-hmm. because um I had the maintenance guy come in and fix a bunch of other little things that kind of okay. needed you know, yeah finagling. And then my dad and um came over last night. And, um, I always have him. He always helps me. Every time I move, he's a saint. He helps me install my bidet. Oh nice. Because I cannot do that shit by myself and I don't yeah. have a husband. <laughs> so he <laughs> helps me install my bidet. And if you have Crohn's disease, that's a requirement for survival. Yeah. Um and uh, and then he also changed out the uh, my shower head. You know how mm. like shower heads and rentals always come with like the one you can't detach, yes. and they always put a slow flow on it because yes. they want to like, you know. Yes. So he came out, He he took the slow flow thingy out of it <laughs> so that I get a better, better stream. Nice. And then I bought a new, I bought my own like shower. Uh, I bought a rain shower this time. Like I invested oh. in like a nicer one Fancy. and he just installed that last night. And then he just like fixed a couple other things around, put my vacuum yeah. up and it's like, <laughs> nice. I know that seems so trivial, but like afterwards I was just like, I felt so much more put together after yeah. all of these things got fixed in my yeah. place that I'd just kind of been working around them, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's also just like, if you have hair like mine, it is impossible Say to less. wash your hair properly yeah. without a detachable, without like a, yeah, it was like seven feet up and it was like trickling out and it was just <laughs> That's yeah. so annoying. So, so, I'm just like starting to make myself at home, you know, Yay. when he's getting used to it and we're just, good. we're doing good.
1: Oh, I so, love that. Yeah. Okay, cool.
0: Um, all right. Am I going first today? I think mm-hmm. I'm going first today. Yep. Okay. Well. I have a kind of a different fun topic for us to talk about today. I let me preface this by saying like, I love asking people this question. I feel like I'll always ask this question on a first date. Yeah, Um, I'll ask like friends this question because it's such a good conversation starter. It's Mm -hmm. an open-ended question. It tells you a lot about that person and their personality. Yes, And everybody has their own take on it or their Mm -hmm. own experiences. But also it's not controversial. Like it's not gonna get people mad at each other. It's like such an interesting topic that you can argue about. Mm-hmm. and be like and, and disagree about it but it's like still like it's not it's still like lighthearted. so yeah. the question i like to ask people as this open-ended question is mm-hmm. simply do you believe in ghosts
1: uh and are you actually asking me
0: uh, I will, but okay. <laughs> but people like to be asked that question, too, because I feel like everybody has a story or everybody okay. has like a thing that makes them kind of like or <clears throat> kind of not. So um, before yeah. I ask you, yes, I will ask you that. But I also just want to uh, start by this. This is highly um motivated by my main channel videos because i do a lot if you follow me over there i do a lot of tiktok paranormal videos Mm -hmm. people tag me in supposed ghost evidence over on tiktok and then i make compilation videos of me reacting to it and often i'm debunking it because there's usually a reason why uh why especially on somewhere like tiktok where it's obviously set up or edited or there's like but it's really fun because there's often like these weird glitch in the matrix things that people film but it turns Mm. out to be a weather phenomenon like sometimes there's really logical explanations one Mm -hmm. time there was this uh mosquito that somebody found with a uh with a number on it like it looked like it had a number printed on it dead serious there's actually pictures of this and people were like oh my god it's one of bill gates mosquitoes oh my god it's black mirror they're monitoring us they're like stinging us or they're they're vaccinating us through the mosquitoes and they're all little robot mosquitoes and it was literally not a mosquito at all it was a type of aphid i believe it was some type of bug i made this video a while ago that had a marking on its back Mm -hmm. and the black marking does kind of look like a number but they do all look different So things like that. So I love making like, I love deep diving, like those weird, creepy videos people find, but then they tag me and I'm able to find, I'm able to dig a little bit uh, because I, you know, that's what I do for a living. So I have the time and I like to find logical explanations. So today though, I've thought so much about this Mm -hmm. and I really wanted to talk to Mickey about it because... Mickey has such a different uh, take on it than I do. Mickey, uh, from my understanding, is very much a believer in paranormal. And I am very much not a non-believer, but I'm so skeptical. And I just have questions like i have so many questions about like how do people explain this stuff yeah and um i would love to talk about that with you today and i think it'd be a great conversation for people to have down below too if they want to talk about it in the comments so uh yeah so Mickey starting off like yeah do you believe in ghosts
1: yes of course i do i don't think it's a surprise to anybody that i believe in ghosts because we've talked before on this podcast also about um my own paranormal experiences and also like my general belief in like new age kind of stuff like i'm very into astrology i practice witchcraft on my own (laughs) personal time and so i think to some degree a lot of that sort of lends itself to like at least an openness to like the existence of spirits and ghosts and like the paranormal you know right okay Mm -hmm. that's fair so you're very much a skeptic though right i
0: am very skeptical because I do find it interesting that people that believe in ghosts are usually the ones that see them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you're more likely to see them if you believe in them. Yes. But I also am open to the fact that there is definitely a uh, space and things on this earth that we don't know. And mm-hmm. I also understand that, uh, you know, aliens very much exist in somewhere in the universe there are hundreds of other planets and i'm sure there's life form on them however my take on aliens is that i don't believe they are the little green thing with big eyes that Mm -hmm. and i don't think they've ever actually abducted anybody and probed them i don't personally believe that that's ever happened i think there's a logical explanation for all that stuff what i think is that we would have no concept mm-hmm. of what a real alien would look like. They yeah. could look like us. They could have yeah. no ears. They could have no eyes. They could have no features. They could have yeah. features that look nothing like our features, but they still serve some other purpose. Mm-hmm. But, like, I just don't think that they look Anything like we could possibly fathom. That's valid. And I also doubt that we've had any contact because they could be millions of light years away. Yeah, yeah. Just like we are aliens to another planet. Yes. Right? Like yeah. we would be aliens to them. So I take that and also like with the ocean. Uh-huh. We've only explored a very small amount of the ocean. So, like, I have no doubt there's creatures down there that we haven't discovered. Oh, yeah. That the Loch Ness Monster, for lack of a better word, is something that's probably somewhere. But I don't think that there's just... I just doubt that there's, like, half-human, half-fish mermaids floating around and that it's not somebody who bought a costume off amazon
1: and is trying to make a tiktok video yes so that's kind of how i apply to ghosts i have a question have you heard of the fermi paradox and or like do you have thoughts about this i have not heard of that can you tell me what that is the what paradox the fermi paradox okay it's it's a thing i am certainly not the most educated person about it i remember okay do you did you use stumble upon that website from like the 2000s where you just press a button and it brings you to random websites every time? Maybe. I was like very much a product of like, Bored millennial in the 2000s internet, like I did a lot of the listicle stuff. I was on Buzzfeed all the time, and so this website stumble upon. It used to be a website where you would go, and if you'd, like you were bored, you're a kid and you're bored, yeah. You press yeah. this button, and then it just takes you to these different random websites okay, yeah, that are yeah, like yeah. fun, kind of time wasty things. And that's how yeah. I learned about this, like way back in the day. So I'm certainly not the most educated about it, but it's it's a theory or like a it's a paradox um, about the existence of aliens. It's like it. it It could be a whole podcast episode in and of itself, but the the general setup is that it sort of posits different theories for like the explanation of the existence of extraterrestrial life and like why we haven't come into contact with it yet. So, like one of the Mm -hmm. theories being that we're the first beings to exist in this amount of like intelligent life form, so that's why we haven't Mm -hmm. interacted with aliens yet. Um, the other one being like, this is a super pared down explanation, by the way. Yeah, Um, yeah, I get, yeah, I gotcha. One of the other ones being that there is just, for lack of a better word, like an evolutionary wall that all living beings hit that will annihilate your species. And so like the, there's like a sort of vernacular, like language that they use to say like, either we're first, we're fucked, or we're like being observed. I can't remember what the third one is. Um, but the, the second idea being that like, there have been other life forms like us it's just that like Mm -hmm. at a certain point all intelligent life forms sort of like hits a wall where like they either annihilate themselves through war or like conflict or like you know by burning the fucking Mm. earth alive things like that like inevitably yes and so then the cycle just kind of starts anew right like the earth Mm. heals itself and you all start over the other there's a third one though where they talk about the human race being like essentially ants in an anthill and like the reason that we haven't interacted with aliens is because they observe us in the same way that we observe <laughs> ants in an anthill um, mm-hmm. in the sense that like we're aware that they exist but it doesn't really Uh, affect us and like we don't really care to interact with them and in a meaningful way because they're so insignificant because they're so non-threatening to us and so like that kind of being the third theory that like there are extraterrestrial beings that are aware that we exist but we're just like so non-threatening by our ability to not traverse space Uh, and time that they're like whatever like you leave us alone yeah you could never reach us even if you wanted to be hostile to us because you don't have the technology to leave your own atmosphere so like Get fucked. We don't even really care. Yes, isn't that where's the paradox?
0: Yeah, but where's the par? What's the paradox?
1: Um, Meaning that like none of these really have a good explanation or like basis. Like none of these are really foolproof explanations. There's like somewhat understandable ways to kind of like disprove, not disprove, but like poke holes in all of the arguments. Oh, okay. Yeah, you haven't Um, heard
0: of this? Is off topic. You haven't heard of Roku's basilisk, have you? No i have no idea what that is oh okay okay i'm not gonna tell you don't don't look it up it'll ruin your life why (laughs) so because it's it i talked about it on my do not research iceberg because knowing about it in itself is like is is part Uh, of the why
1: would you tell me that then part of
0: the bad because i thought maybe you knew what it was because you know about all these weird obscure things is it scary um, it's scary, but it's not, I, I, I'm not scared of it. Do you want me to tell you? Is it going to kill you now
1: if you don't know? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm afraid I'm to not know. Sc- I'm not scared of it. Okay, but well you're not scared of lots of things that I'm terrified of. But I'm not scared of. of
0: lots of things. It's just a, it is a very, it's a very mind fuck paradoxal theory about technology, basically.
1: Is it like Black Mirror kind of shit?
0: Maybe you should have, maybe Aaron should look it up. Uh huh. Uh huh. And then tell, and then he, cause he would know better Good if call. it would scare you or not. Yes. Have Aaron look it up, cause Aaron probably wouldn't, that probably wouldn't bother Aaron. So I'm guessing. So okay, have him it? look it up. What is it called? Roku's Basilisk. Sounds like some R-O- Harry Potter shit. It does okay. sound like Harry Potter <laughs> shit. R-O-K-U. Like
1: the is, TV service? Yeah, Roku? yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, if I'm spelling it correctly, but I'm pretty sure I am. So okay. I'll make it Yeah, I would have, up. and then he could gauge whether it would be good for what it, it's, mm-hmm. it's like, it's a par- it's a very, very mind fucky paradox. So. Interesting. Okay. Um, Anyway. Okay. Yes. So, continue. Sorry. No, that's okay. That's I. That's why I am want to talk to you about this is that kind of stuff. So I'm just saying like with the alien thing, like I don't want to get into aliens today because we should talk about aliens on a whole nother podcast. Yes. We but should. I'm just saying in the sense that it's like, I don't know everything about the world mm-hmm. so i'm not going to pretend like i know everything about ghosts Fair. but i do I have that. a question so i sure. do struggle with the logic mm-hmm. of ghosts though which i know it's illogical because the whole like i just said it's outside of stuff we know yeah but some very basic okay for what's your opinion on the fact that ghosts seem to contradict themselves in the stories of the true hmm. stories that people experience mm-hmm. in the sense that like in some stories they can They can uh, slam your door. Mm -hmm. They can uh, go, you know, turn on your faucet, turn off and on lights. They can mess with your environment. But then in other stories, they can go through walls. Mm -hmm. They can do this. So it's like, which is it? Are they physical beings or not? Like, can they go through walls? Like, why can they turn on the faucet? But they can also, but they're also translucent and you can walk right through them. And I know that sounds very um, cartoonish, but I'm saying, but really like people that have described their ghost experiences have described Mm -hmm. that it's just been like this uh, dark entity in the corner, that it doesn't really have a shape, but it's like a shadow or something. And other people describe it as them being haunted, like they're hearing footsteps Mm -hmm. and all this stuff. And also... Why aren't they naked? Like, if for people that have claimed to see women, (laughs) translucent women in white dresses, their white dress became a ghost with them? Like, what? Like,
1: I don't know. Do you have any opinions on that? I hear what you're saying. I think I approach it in a very lax kind of way in the sense that, like, my understanding of the way that ghosts work is that they're... So, like, I guess it depends on how you conceptualize the idea of a ghost, right? To me, I don't believe in ghosts in the, like, uh, Scooby-Doo sort of way. Right. Right? Um, To me, like, my belief in the paranormal is more, like, almost like a spiritual thing. Like, I don't believe that people, like, human beings... And, and, like, living beings, really, are just, like, a series of synapses and, like, electrical impulses that animate a flesh suit, right? Like, oh, I, I don't okay. like that. Um, And, yeah. like, personally, I just really don't resonate with the idea that, like, our bodies are just sort of being, like, mechanically puppeted by this series of biological impulses. Like, to me, really? it feels senseless, okay. the idea that that would just be the only... Thing right, mm-hmm. like I am not a religious person. I grew up religious yeah. and like have deconstructed from all of that. But I, there was a moment that I I had in um, <laughs> freshman biology class where our professor was talking about how. Like, fragile and interesting the concept of life is, right? Because even if you put all of the, like, chemical components for a living being in a Petri dish and, like, zap it with electricity or inject it with adrenaline, like, you can't make it be alive. Like, either something is alive or it isn't, and we can sometimes resuscitate things, but we can't, Mm -hmm. like... You can just like make it happen, you know? Okay. And yeah. so like to me it feels kind of like that. Like I think there is a like spiritual or like energetic component to the inside mm-hmm. of our selves. Um mm-hmm. that when our for like spirit of better, is yeah. what
0: it sounds like you're saying. Yeah. It's like, like your soul.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Like when our meat suit is no longer mm-hmm functioning that like we still go somewhere you know and so like with ghosts and stuff like people have different perspectives about like a spirit versus a poltergeist or like all this other stuff you know but like to me i think of the paranormal and like ghosts generally as just like people's souls and like they're essence their energetic essence that's not tethered to a meat suit anymore that's like playing by different rules they're sort of beyond the veil in this like right way that i don't understand right but they do exist right i just don't abide by the belief that when you die you're just gone like i don't like that. Okay. I don't subscribe to the concept of like heaven or hell or like whatever, but I do think we have to go somewhere, right? And so I don't know if yeah. that means that you just sort of like wander around with all of your other spirit buddies and like curse people i hope that's or, what it is i know i hope so too i hope i, I get to just to like be a, ghost. be a ghoul here on earth and like really annoy yeah. the shit out of people but yeah so like with the question of like how come they can go through walls but then touch other things i think it is dependent on like the intention of that energy right because like some people do talk about how ghosts like have to expend a lot of energy to like physically alter their environment and like that's the difference between like a ghost and a poltergeist, like whatever. But like, personally, I think it just depends on like the intention that the spirit has. And especially if it's like a malevolent or like malicious spirit um, and like what their purpose is that sort of like impacts how they interact with us as meat suit. I just feel
0: like if they were real, all Mm -hmm. the people that claim to have real experiences, seeing them would match up. Like, I just don't but also get too, why somebody I, sees
1: a figure dressed, fully mm-hmm. dressed, and other people just see an orb. I hear what you're saying, but also, for what it's worth, first of all, I think the to, like, reduce spirits to that, like, one-dimensional view does a disservice to the way that like we perceive the world generally right a cloud is a cloud is a cloud except that they all kind of look different sometimes right and like depending on the environmental factors and like all of the stuff that's surrounding that it will look different you know but it's still belonging to like the subcategory, like the the broad category rather of like this weather phenomenon, you know? And also, just for what it's worth, from a psychological perspective, we know that a lot of what influences people's perceptions about the paranormal and about ghosts is highly dependent on their own particular psyche, their cultural values, their life experiences. Mm -hmm. We can't conceive of something that we've never seen before, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, And so people who are immersed in a particular culture conceptualize spirits in their own unique and particular way. Like, growing up in a Mexican family that was, like, very steeped in those values, Mm -hmm. ghosts and spirits were talked about from this, like, first of all, Catholic and religious lens, but second of all, from this, like, very, like, grounded in a Mexican cultural place, you know? Right. But if you ask people who are from, I don't know, like, Japan, what their cultural understanding of spirits is it's because it's influenced by their culture our brain like wilds out with phenomenon that's difficult for our sensory selves to perceive so like to me i'm very unbothered by ghosts like all having different reports like people experiencing them differently because personally i think that's just our very like shitty human senses trying to make sense of something that's not like tangible you know okay yeah that's yeah (laughs) <laughs> but also like for what it's worth, I think it is important to acknowledge just, that like a lot of the reports that we have about the paranormal do seem to line up with what we know. Logical. Well, I and it, it lines struggle. up with what we know about errors that our brain makes, right? Like yes. <laughs> there's pretty demonstrable evidence about how our brain perceives things incorrectly sometimes, you know,
0: I guess I just struggle so much with like, if we did not fear death, if that wasn't an inherent mm-hmm. fear that all humans had, would mm-hmm. we still believe in ghosts? I don't know. Because like you were That's saying, like you, like you don't like, you don't like the concept of there not being anything yeah. after. But if you didn't have a fear of death, which we all do, I don't care what anybody says. Everybody is. Yes. Yeah. What would you still, you know, like, yeah. cause I have a hard time with like what you said about that. Like I, I have always really thought that it's like when I die, nothing happens. Yeah. I don't want it to be that way. And I have watched, and I have had moments like, okay, to be fair, I have watched an Alan Watts. Do you know who Alan Watts is? He's a philosopher. He's, he passed away a long time ago, but he was a philosopher and he did some really wonderful lectures about, about philosophy and everything. And he does make a pretty compelling. uh, There's, I mean, there's, if you guys want to watch it, there's a video on YouTube. It's called The Real You and somebody put Alan Watts's snippet of this over some inspirational <laughs> nature and and music and yeah, stuff. Sure. But it was very life-changing. Like honestly, like that snippet mm-hmm. of his philosophy lecture was very life-changing because he does talk about how Uh, when you die, you come back as something else. Just like when you were born, you didn't try to be born. Mm -hmm. You came out of nothing,
1: Yeah, you know?
0: And, like, so how could you, like, dying is just like being born, but you you just don't know where you'll go and stuff. Like, you'd have to, obviously, I'm not saying it as good as he did. So, yeah, yeah, I, like, have thought about that. And I do, like, I hope that, but the logical atheist side of me is not as... I wish honestly I hope it's like the good place, but
1: yes. Well, okay, but also I was (laughs) okay. I was literally just thinking about that because the same way that I believe that like we have this sort of intrinsic spiritual soul part of ourselves, I believe that it's like part of this balance of the universe. Like you know how at the end of the good place, when Sheedy talks about that proverb of like the water returning to the ocean. You Mm -hmm. know, to me, it seems like that, right? That, like, I just don't resonate with the concept that we exist for this very short amount of time. And then, this, like, very specific and unique and, like, uh, special part of the world is just, like, gone forever. Right? Like, that's weird. I don't like that. And so, like, to me, I think it just that's makes more sense. Thought. Yeah. Yeah. But I think you're right, too. I think a lot of that is also, like, a fear of death thing um, and, like, a fear of irrelevancy, you know? Just, like, right. it's all for nothing. Like, that's very How nihilist. we are. Yeah. But I really resonate with the idea that we are just sort of, like, borrowing energy from the ether for the sure. time being. And then when we die, it's, yeah. like, moves beyond the veil into I a mean, different place. we are all, you know?
0: I, I, you know, I believe in science. I believe in the Big Bang Theory. Theory and actually, out of the Big Bang Theory is quite a spiritual thing. Because yeah. if you believe in the Big Bang Theory as... I guess I don't want to disrespect anybody's religion, but that's based in science. For me, the Big Bang Theory is fact. Mm -hmm. And we all came out of this one thing, which if you think about that is pretty incredible. And I do like that, like what you're saying with that. I do like agree with you on that like concept of like a wave back in the ocean or just like we are a tiny piece of this earth that created us all out of this one, you know, a couple things. Yeah. But... Even if we did, even if our spirit or whatever it is goes, do you think you'd be conscious of the fact that you used to be this person? Does it matter that you go somewhere because that you're reincarnated? Because what if, unless you're a ghost that is taking vengeance on the who those who have wronged you? <laughs> like, so, like, you don't, do you think like if you came back as a cat, you would be anything other than a cat and you would know that you were Mickey?
1: Okay, like, so here's Or whatever, the thing. you know? I, this is where we start to get into territory that makes me sound like a conspiracy theorist. (laughs) Because, listen, I am a person of science. I, we all know that I am like full boner for evidence-based practice, I am like very committed to being this ethical and evidence-based and science-driven person. And also in the same way that I think of like spirituality and like our essence, just like being borrowed from the earth as kind of like a science-based thing, like you were talking about with the Big Bang Theory and all of that. Personally, I (laughs) subscribe to the belief that like you can't, I guess you can, depending on, like, what your spiritual practices are. But, like, I think in the thing that separates, like, us in this existence, in this timeline right now, from the spirits and energies and essences that are, I don't know, doing whatever the fuck it is that they do, um, (laughs) there's, like, a knowing that happens. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think when you do die and you sort of return to your, like, truest energetic form of yourself, that you do have some awareness for like the many lives that you've potentially lived, but that you're not meant to know about that now. And like some people do do spiritual practices and like hallucinogenics and all this kind of stuff right. to try to like open their awareness to what their past lives are and stuff, which to me, that's terrifying. I hate that. I don't want to fucking yeah, <laughs> know that I at all. But like, I won't lie to you. Like I have very much sat through like psychic readings and tarot readings and spiritual readings and stuff where people have talked about past lives and and like your previous experiences in other times you know Hmm. so like personally I think that tracks I think there's sort of like a cyclical nature to things you
0: know so you do you have a psychic that you go to or you've just been to one before Mm -hmm. do you know of one in Tucson that's good
1: um (laughs) like yes yes Why actually, because I think, (laughs) because I was,
0: what if we did it when I came down to visit you? Like, what if we went and I got a reading and I will be super open. I'll try to be (laughs) as open-minded as Uh possible. I won't make fun of anything. I won't like, I'll be, I'll, I'll go into it as if it's, as if I believe it's real. You know what I mean? Like I'll be very non judgmental and everything. Like, what do you think of that?
1: (laughs) So like, I'm open to that. But you, <laughs> I don't know if you'll like it as much as you think you might. Okay, but yeah, like, okay, would you be, like, open to... Yeah, yeah, I'm open to that. Do it, like... In theory, I'm very I curious t- to see I how you would be, receive that experience.
0: <laughs> I am, too. So, uh, yeah, and it's so interesting because my, my hairdresser, okay, I've been going to my girl that does my hair since yeah. I was 12. Like, I've been seeing her for almost what? 20, like, 20 years. Yeah, love, yeah. Oh, yeah, my whole family goes, to, she's the best. Anyway, she is a super believer. She, like, definitely believes in all that stuff. I yeah. think I told her this story because she's the one that was telling me about Vegas and, like, all the things about Vegas. And oh, when yes. I came back from Vegas, I told her about our experience at the museum yeah. and how you had such a bad experience and everything. And mm-hmm. This time she asked, she like asked how you were. And she told me that she prayed for you because she Aww. was so worried about you. That's so like,
1: sweet. Oh my God. When tell that her happened, she's you. like, I don't know her name,
0: but I just said <laughs> Hannah's friend. Like, I know. So she's like a super believer. And she That's keeps so telling sweet. me and I'm like, yeah, but I kind of want to experience something mm-hmm. because... I kind of want to know like for myself yeah. if I really do believe or not. And she's like, no, you don't. <laughs> she's like, don't mess with say- it. <laughs> She's like, yeah. She's like, no, it's a good thing. She, cause she's kind of more on the side of like, if you're open to like, like, Cause I was saying like if you're a believer in ghosts, you're more likely to see them. How convenient is that? But she's more on the side of like, well, if you believe in ghosts, that's because you're more open to it. Yeah. And the people that aren't open to it, probably they're probably not as interested. Yeah. Like they're not going to glom on to somebody who mm-hmm. is not as vulnerable, who doesn't take it seriously or whatever. So it's kind of like, yeah. And I'm not saying it's as simple as that, but I'm just I kind of always wondered it was like, do I have I never experienced anything just because my aura is just not very like uh welcoming to that kind of stuff you know yeah or like you know that kind of stuff so i anything i would be very uh, so the other thing i thought about when um because we're talking about visiting each other to do podcasts in person and hang out and everything yeah for those that are confused so the first i'm going to come down to tucson Mm -hmm. and i seriously was looking at the whole like i was like i might drive Like I'm seriously considering driving so I can, (laughs) I want to stay at haunted hotels on my way there.
1: (laughs) And I know you would never do that with me. No, have a great time. (laughs) Good luck. Godspeed. Don't you bring any fucking whack ass energy into my home. I will try really hard (laughs) about you, but I don't think
0: I can because I don't think I'm open
1: to it
0: oh god but i there's but i found some like on the way because there's a shit ton in nevada there's a ton Not surprised. of places like that and there's some in boise too which you yeah. have to drive through to get to arizona i don't yeah. know if i'm gonna do
1: that i'm just thinking about that but oh my god it'll be my speaking don't, trip don't, I don't be offended if i like cleanse you outside of my house before
0: i let you, you in definitely if, if i do it if yeah. i do it i will be very upfront about about it and you could do whatever you want or or okay, I'd have great. to do it on the way home if you'd be too worried about it. Yeah. I'd have to do it fly there and then <laughs> I don't know. No, I couldn't fly there because I went in my car. But anyway, so okay, so then my other logical question about all this is that mm-hmm. like how if ghosts are a thing, mm-hmm. billions of people have died. So Mm -hmm. even if not everybody turns into a ghost, like even if there's certain requirements or certain types of people that turn into ghosts because they have unfinished business, they Mm -hmm. want to stay with their loved ones, they are mad and they want, whatever it is, even if that's the case, there would still be billions of spirits, which means that we are, by statistically speaking, everybody's living in a haunted house, (laughs) <laughs> so it's like that's another part that i just yeah. like can't get past that's that valid. i'm just like you know like mm-hmm. why is it that like you can have a seance and with a ouija board and call upon a spirit in your area but like mm-hmm. wouldn't we all have those experiences because like where are they all then wouldn't there be billions of them by that logic
1: i don't know i, I don't mean know. i think it depends too because like for me With, like, the belief in past lives and all of that kind of stuff, it would make sense then that, like, not every single person who's been on Earth is their own unique individual spirit. Like, people are potentially being, like, reincarnated, basically. Okay, that's fair. Um, But also, too, I feel like, again, while I'm not, like, a subscriber to the belief of, like, heaven and hell or whatever, it does seem like it would make sense that there'd be, like, a holding tank. You know, or like, I don't know, some other fucking place for spirits to be. And like if they want to like interact with their loved ones who are still living or like like you were saying, if they have unfinished business or like if they're stuck here, that like maybe those are the spirits that we're interacting with. And like other people like our ancestors are just kind of like. Hanging around like the the ancestors in Mulan, you know, just sort of like hanging yeah. around in a statue <laughs> all of that. the time. yeah, I don't know. I
0: just Googled it really quick, mm-hmm. and according to Google, one hundred and nine billion people have lived and died over the past one hundred and ninety two thousand years. <laughs> oh my God. One hundred and seventeen wow. billion humans have ever lived a give That's or take, approximate. So I just have a hard time, like, yeah. If yeah, was, that's valid. Even if there was several billion, I feel like we'd have a lot more ghosts. I don't know. I don't but know, But also, too, guys. like,
1: that is operating under the assumption that all ghosts want to be interacting with the living. That's true.
0: That's right? very fair. And I, also, I have also, will admit, I have heard some very convincing anecdotal yeah. stories. <laughs> I have heard some some stories that I can't, explain
1: so i mean yeah i think that's fair i don't, <laughs> I don't know um, I, yeah, that, also too that. for what it's worth like i just love shit like this like i will me too full send just suspend my belief or or like suspend my skepticism about things in order to believe in them just because i think it's fun like there was a conspiracy theory about how the moon might be a spaceship and like (laughs) do i really think that that's real no but like it's kind of fun though like it could be right you know (laughs) so like grain of salt i think that's probably necessary that like sometimes i do just find stuff like this really fun and interesting and like you know I, I think that's I love talking about this with people yeah like the idea I of love of everything it. having to be confined by what is provable in science feels kind of boring right. to me yeah. and also also yeah. too for what it's worth like a lot of the mainstream like modern science um and like evidence that we have for like the medical field and our understanding of the brain and all of that like it's impossible to tease that out from the impact of like white cis hetero racist sexist men and like their very particular view about the world and the way things ought to work you know yeah Um, it's happened more than once that like modern medicine will happen upon uh knowledge that like indigenous people for example have known about and spoken about for years for centuries for (laughs) like you know Mm -hmm. the the history of like our ability to record Uh, stories and things like that, you know, and then modern medicine will validate that, like, yes, that is, in fact, real, you know, Mm -hmm. so, like, I think there's value in honoring that some things we don't know for sure with, like, evidence-based practice and science and whatever, but that doesn't mean that they're not there You know,
0: if it's, if it's any consolation to people, I want ghosts to be real. That's my conclusion on this whole thing is that I have always wanted them to be real. I want proof that it is because um, even though I continue to be skeptical i still like am so fascinated by the whole thing i go on ghost tours i love all that stuff and i love talking about it with uh believers like mickey and everything (laughs) so yeah yeah okay that's my that's my thanks i hate it even though i don't really hate it that's fair
1: (laughs) mickey what is your what do you hate this week the thing this week that i actually hate um i actually i want to start by asking you a question What's what's your opinion about celebrities and their interactions with fans and like specifically about celebrities trying to set like boundaries with fans in like large interactions, like concerts, meet and greets, stuff like that. I think it depends.
0: I mean, did you see that video of Britney Spears that Britney Spears got like punched or slapped in the face recently? She went up. Yeah, in Vegas. She was with her husband and she went up to a uh I forget I think it was a it was some sports guy. <laughs> I clearly know sports. Sure. Um but it was some like professional sports. I don't know. She was a fan mm-hmm. and um she like tapped him on the shoulder, but it's highly debated on how aggressive she was mm-hmm. and her and his security guard turned around and like smacked britney in the face and like britney like they're like doing litigation and everything but also it's like this big debate of like why didn't britney know as somebody who was also attacked and accosted by fans all the time like why didn't britney know better to not take a take a celebrity off guard like that but also like it was technically assault still or was it just the security doing their job like
1: my god
0: it's hard because it's like, yeah, I do think that, um, I can understand the security guard just reacting. Yeah. And sure. not, but I think, and I think for Britney's point of view, she's like, well, I'm Britney Spears. Like he, he'll yes. recognize me, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. But she was a big fan of him. Yeah. Side eye yeah. at that. Okay. Brittany's husband was really pissed. Yeah. So... And um, she says she's still waiting on a public apology for the slap. That's just a headline, but oh my god, um, yeah, Brittany. it sounded like a big accident. It would have been nice if they apologized, I guess, to yeah. Britney. But like, Britney has uh, been through still, enough. My god, I know it's still assault, but it's highly debated on like if she kind of like grabbed him, yeah, or if she was just like. Like patting doing him tap. aggressively or like yeah so anyway sorry to get you no off, no get you on but yeah so my opinion is like i think they have every right i think sometimes they don't have enough boundaries mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with uh with fans especially young yes. women artists mm-hmm. um i think are in very i mean just that we've seen like uh like we've seen oh, who's the pop star that got somebody became obsessed with her and came up and
1: Ooh. killed her uh i mean that happened uh, to selena
0: yeah selena yeah selena but i mean it's happened to, it happened to one of the beatles though too mm-hmm. it's not just women but it just yeah. scares me with like young girls because they're taught to be
1: yes available polite and stuff yeah. like that so
0: That's um fair. christina grimmie oh oh my god the, yeah she was yeah murdered though wasn't she yeah it was an assassination <laughs> quite literally yeah by oh. some by a fan who was let, thought they were like dating like thought oh they were my god yeah like that kind of thing and wow. that does worry me for like what scared like Billie eilish mm-hmm. and stuff who she loves her fans so much and she gets yeah. so up and personal with her fans because That's she wants true. to be in it with them and everything yeah. and it just kind of scares the shit out of me because i mean we're also seeing all these people get stuff thrown at their face on stage mm-hmm. little Nas X just got a What did he get? Oh, a flashlight thrown at his face. Yes. Somebody threw a flashlight at him while he was
1: performing. Oh god. That's fucked up. Yeah, I think somebody threw a phone at BB Rexa too and hit her in the face. It's terrible.
0: Yes. Um, Adele was like, I will Adele literally did she see that? She's like, I will fucking kill you.
1: And then somebody threw their mom's ashes on stage at pink. At pink. Oh my god. What is wrong with people? Yeah, please don't don't do that. No. Okay, so, so why do you ask, Mickey? So why the, do you ask? The reason I ask is because the thing I'm talking about today is the situation with Miranda Lambert. Um, are you aware at all of what's going on there? I should probably look her up because, honestly, <laughs> you I, her know name Miranda? rings a bell. <laughs> Lambert
0: is, that's
1: so funny to me. I her, think name, it just, her name rings a bell. It just but, makes uh, the petty part of my heart happy because this story is not a good look for her. So, okay. so Miranda, Miranda Lambert. Lambert is kind of like in hot water right now because there is a video particularly on tiktok but i'm sure it's going viral in other places of her being really rude (laughs) to people at one of her live shows she was doing a concert and there was these women up at the front uh like the front seats like right up there by the stage that Mm -hmm. all stood up to take a selfie um with like miranda kind of in the background while she was performing and miranda lambert shamed these women and, like, made fun of them, um, saying, like, we're trying to sing country music and these women are, like, trying to take a selfie and whatever, right? So j- just Rude. hold on to that for a second. Yeah. Um, there's a second clip that I've seen of Miranda Lambert holding onto a, an inflatable beach ball. Because you know how, like, when you go to concerts, sometimes people, mm-hmm. people bring beach balls and other stuff. And they sort of like, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. So people were doing that at this concert. She grabbed it or had security grab it, I guess, probably. um, And then brought it up on stage and popped it and said, like, we're trying to sing country music here. Like, we're trying to have a concert, blah, blah, blah. And then there is her face is kind of hidden behind her microphone. So you can't exactly see what she says. But she does Uh kind of like one of these. And then she Uh it looks like she says, sit down and shut up or like at least she says sit down like she tells someone to like sit and like basically like like a kindergarten teacher admonishing a child as if to say like i'm watching you like sit down kind of a vibe
0: yeah rude (laughs) i don't understand the concept of not wanting your fans to have fun at concerts but okay (laughs) that's what i'm saying i mean it's her concert i guess but also like like you don't, don't you want people to have fun? Like, is it that the point of concerts? Like, concerts are one of the most fun things yes. of all time for a lot of people.
1: I feel like it's also an interesting discussion because what you were saying about, um especially like women and like female artists needing to set boundaries with fans for their own safety is important, you know? Right. Um, but like, at what doesn't point Doesn't sound then, like she was in danger, though. No, yeah. <laughs> at what point then does it become just kind of this like weird authoritarian thing um troll thing my guess is that to some degree she probably felt insulted or disrespected by people yeah. not like paying attention or like taking right. her music seriously or whatever but like it is kind of an odd take uh especially now because i feel like people take selfies of everything You know, like if. Imagine getting salty about somebody who probably
0: spent thousands of dollars on those tickets (laughs) to be that close. And wouldn't you want a selfie of that if you were that close? And honestly,. Look, I know you're not a Taylor Swift fan, but honestly, if this happened at a Taylor Swift concert, I can almost guarantee you Taylor Swift would have kneeled down and gotten in the selfie. I'm
1: pretty sure somebody literally has shared footage of that exact thing happening.
0: Yes. (laughs) Like, that's a normal reaction to it. It's like, make their concert super special Yeah, because they're the ones, I mean, these people are paying so much money to see you. And the Mm -hmm. whole crowd would love to see you do that. Especially
1: the women in the front row. Like, those tickets were probably really expensive.
0: Really? expensive. So, so what, that's just a weird reaction. Yeah. I can see if I was playing devil's advocate, I could like some artists do. I understand they get fed up like mm-hmm. they want they want to play, they they want to do the art. They want to do whatever, you know, whether it's acting sure. or a musician or what have you. They yeah. want to do that still. That's their mm-hmm. passion. But all that fame that comes with it, they kind of get burnt out on yeah. it and they're just kind of over it Super and they kind of keep doing the concerts because... They need to keep making money, but maybe they don't necessarily really want to do it. Mm -hmm. They're just like, okay. Yeah. You know? And, like, I kind of wonder. It sounds like... I'm not saying that... I'm not excusing what she did. Like, what she did was rude. But uh, it just... um, I I can't understand, like, being really grumpy and us often, like equating that to the person being a, just a shitty mean person yeah when they have some bad interactions i was just watching a little thing on um katherine hegel you know the uh, katherine hegel she's blonde yeah. she was in the biggest thing I know her from uh, you would recognize her. If you saw her, she's okay. well known for being like one of the rudest celebrities though, and uh-huh. being like really difficult to work with and stuff like that. And I just saw a clip of an interview talking. Cause somebody asked like, do you think you're rude because you get this reputation for being rude? And she's like, I am not a rude person. I don't think I'm rude at all but i'm going to stand up for myself and yeah. set boundaries and when something is going on on set that i don't like yeah. like i'm going to stand up for myself and so yeah, she kind of like was like, her. defending herself like yeah. i'm not a mean person i'm just like more i do things that if men did them nobody would bat an eyelash mm-hmm. i don't know how true that is i don't know her personally but i just Fair. kind of wonder if it's kind of if there is some other side of the story yeah um i just think it's really sad though to like you have these people that are fans and supporting you and you make them leave them
1: let them leave a concert with a bad taste in their mouth would be really crappy because i feel like also there is an important distinction to be made between like People fucking off and, like, doing shitty shit in a concert. You know, like, there's also clips that people have shared of Haley Williams, I think, um, from mm-hmm. Paramore, publicly shaming people at her concerts for being oh, dicks, really? right? Like, when somebody is, oh, like, yeah. pushing other people or whatever, she, like, stops the concert they and is like, absolutely not, right? Like, get That's the fuck out. That's how you... Travis yes.
0: Scott, take notes. Word. That's oh my God! How you prevent things mm-hmm. is you like keep your crowd from. Yes. You, you don't encourage violence. Yes. Um, yes. But like, there's All for a that. there's
1: a big distinction between that and like trying to police these very small actions. You know, like the minutia right. of people's behavior. With like, you're not allowed yeah. to take a selfie right. or like, you know, whatever. And right. also, that's ridiculous. Th- I guess the thing that like pushes my buttons about it specifically is just that if you are bothered or grumpy or annoyed by unruly audiences and whatever, like, A, don't go on tour. Um, (laughs) That's that's your choice as the artist, right? But B, um, if it really is that important to you, then, like, after a show where stuff like that is happening, have your people have a chat with the security at the rest Mm -hmm. of the venues for the rest of the the tour and, like, set some more – concrete limits in place about like making sure that we're really patting people down to make sure they don't have beach balls and like this other stuff and like have the venue set out like a no photography sign you know but like publicly shaming people for doing stuff that like just because you don't like it doesn't mean that it's like dangerous or inappropriate or bad like it's just a concert That's the nature of the beast. Like, people are just going to take pictures of you. And if you don't like
0: it, then, like, don't go. Maybe don't be a celebrity. Yeah. Like,
1: yes. Yeah. I think it just. I'm sorry. I honestly think
0: every celebrity chooses to be a celebrity. Like, you do choose that at some point. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't like it, you could. You have enough money yes. to disappear yes. into a different identity or Word. whatever you want to do or like hide out in yeah. Alaska somewhere or whatever. Yes. And yeah, you have to like it at some point and you also have to be responsible. I mean you you are responsible for the privilege that goes
1: yes. with Yes.
0: Being a celebrity. And I just also I imagine being those women and being so humiliated. Mm -hmm. Like everybody in the crowd probably staring at you and acting like you did something wrong and just being like, especially because of the power imbalance there. Like obviously people are gonna take her word over.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh gross. Yeah. Um my favorite example of that though, with the like you don't have to be in the spotlight if you don't want to, is Rob Kardashian. Did you even know the Kardashian <laughs> sisters had a brother?
0: No. Exactly. I know
1: Brody. I know who Brody is <laughs> from because yes. of the Hills. Yeah, 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 but he's like step siblings I think with Something Kendall. Like that. Yeah. yeah, he's one of the generous. I don't know. Yeah. But Rob Kardashian is the Kardashian sister's brother. And he was on the show in, like, the early iteration of it. But he had, like, a really negative experience with fame and all of that. And he has not been on camera, like, in years. Like, he is so far removed from this, like, enterprise that the Kardashians puppet and clearly he is making plenty of money because like he's yeah. not living in poverty they make plenty of money to support his lifestyle right. and so like especially when people complain about how much they hate being in the spotlight and whatever like i think you're right, right. people they do very much have like, the means no, you don't to remove themselves and if you really yes. hated it like just be done then right yes <laughs> like, it's it's, it's right. a financial person's job to help you manage your gratuitous wealth disappear it's into a life of anonymity to YouTube,
0: where we recognize mm-hmm. that there are some downsides to doing youtube mm-hmm. like people are going to pick apart what you say you're going to get people that just hate you for absolutely yes. no reason they yeah. just hate you and yeah. that's just part of it but we yeah. wouldn't We wouldn't delete our channels tomorrow because we love what we do and the benefits outweigh the cost. So, like, yeah, I get that. Like, being a celebrity, like, not everything about it is sunshine and rainbows. But Mm -hmm. saying like, I hate it, like, no, you don't.
1: Yes, that's a lie. Because if I hated
0: being, yeah, like, I don't hate being a YouTuber because I could literally delete my channel tomorrow if I really hated it. Yeah,
1: we would just go back to work, (laughs) find different jobs. You know, (laughs) find. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my gripe for today. That's my thanks. I hate it. Uh, Celebrity shaming their fans because
0: it's rude. Speaking of musicians, mm-hmm. I have one more thanks. I hate it. Are you familiar? You're familiar with the Grateful Dead? Vaguely, like, yeah. You don't listen to them probably, but you like know of them. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I respect it. So there's, it. Um, I'm just mourning the 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 Dead and Company. So uh, the a couple members from the original band. Yeah. Uh, went on and they have different iterations of the Grateful Dead and they still go on tour and play their music and yeah. for many years they've had this band called Dead and Company which is still Bob Weir which was um, one of the main one of the singers and guitarists of the original band before Jerry Garcia died yeah and John Mayer is part of their band so John Mayer's wow. been going on tour with them <laughs> for a long time for many years okay. and they, they they just announced this as their last tour this is their last they're breaking up after this and are you gonna go we're 75 i think they already came to seattle i've gone other years okay i've been they don't come to seattle they go to the gorge they go to the the uh, west uh eastern eastern washington so i have to drive like three hours to get there it's like the desert washington okay there is a desert republican side of washington contrary to popular belief and uh so it's a beautiful venue but it just wasn't in the cards this year i've gone at least twice before when they've toured and seen you know and john mayer does a great job he's he's really good at i would not have guessed that (laughs) i know a lot of people don't know that about john mayer that he's been part of their band for a long time because he's huh. such an epic guitar player. So, uh, oh, okay. so we cut because Jerry was known for being such a great guitar player, okay. so they need like more guitar support yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. this has no meaning to you, but if anybody <laughs> else is a deadhead out there, I feel you because Aww. I am very, I am so bummed.
1: That's sad. That,
0: yeah, I'm just really, I'm.
1: Yeah, that's a bummer bummed. I'm
0: not surprised but I'm just like sad I told my parents I was like I knew we should have gone this year go.
1: <laughs> that's really sad it's yeah just, I feel like it's with, just so hard with like legacy acts like that when you get the chance mm-hmm. to go you have to go you know but like I it's know. so hard when it's like far away and expensive and like all well, and you that have stuff. to I think
0: last time we went we drove back the same night but usually you camp Mm -hmm. usually you camp out there and it's it but it's so hot i used to do i used to go to warp tour if anybody remembers warp tour did you ever do warp tour
1: i didn't and i regret it oh you
0: did because i used to camp out there for two nights as a teenager to go to a music concert and people party all (laughs) night yeah somebody they are up all freaking night you do not get any sleep and i could definitely do that when i was 18 19 i can't do that anymore (laughs) yeah that's
1: valid honestly that's like i go
0: camp there and i'm like i actually want to go to sleep (laughs) yeah Mm
1: -hmm. um even just driving back from a concert after the same night is too much oh yeah it's it's a lot yeah yeah all
0: right okay all right, that's our show. That's our show, folks. <laughs> that was the dorkiest thing. Oh, it ever was done. cute. Uh,
1: thanks, my everybody. dog can tell
0: that I'm about to sign off because she just picked uh-huh. her head up and she's looking <laughs> at me. So,
1: thanks everybody um, for being here. Thank you. Uh, if you like the episodes, make sure to like the videos on YouTube and then subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. Um, please leave us five star reviews mm-hmm.
0: if you feel so inclined. Yes, and feeling please generous do. and. That's it. We will see you guys next week. (laughs) See you next week. (laughs) Okay. Bye, Bye, guys.